listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Last time on the Reservation Dogs, Bear, Elora, Cheese, Willie Jack, and I believe Jackie was with them as well, went down to the beach in California to say goodbye and promise to never forget their deceased friend Daniel. We leave off with them returning to a street Jesus and wondering how they're going to get home. Now, realizing their res dogs are missing, Teeny goes in search for them to drag them back home by the ear, shout at them for being so reckless, but also admire their courage for going on this type of quest, this journey, this coming of age, to say goodbye to their friend that is no longer with them in the way that he wanted to be alive. This season, we have some quote-unquote closure that Bear may get into as he comes of age and not necessarily closes the book on the relationship with his father because nothing is closed in this type of storytelling. Feelings are felt. They're expressed. Life goes on. Life is messy. And life is cherished. Elora decides that she wants to go to college. Willie Jack decides that she wants to learn how to be a medicine man. And she's so chill, so fun. He decides to come to terms with being the youngest of the group, how he's going to live and what he's going to live for if his friends suddenly just disappear. The season two finale was incredible. That was a beautiful story that could choke me up if I talk about it enough. But like I said, you know, life's a journey. It's not ribbons and bows and wrapped up packages. You know, it's full of greetings and goodbyes. And this final season is pretty much that, being reintroduced to these characters we love and then saying goodbye to us. With me to say goodbye to these characters... Someone who's been on, I believe, all the Res Dog reviews. Melina is with us. Yes, I have. And we also have someone who I believe in one of the reviews aptly compared this show's comedy to uh, the way Atlanta was written. And I kind of see that a lot in a lot of the rewatches. Elliot is with us. Hello, hello. We got to say goodbye to these beloved characters. It's only the third season. I think it's too soon. I'd probably think it was always too soon. If they didn't have a bad season. What did you all think, though, about the final season of Reservation Dogs? 
Uh, I think that you did a perfect job describing the first five minutes of this, Brad. (laughs) 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 Because, yeah, I went and actually rewatched the season two finale prior to getting started with this one. And I remember the character of Bear going out with the line, I'm not going back to Oklahoma. I'm going to stay in L.A. And I remember thinking, that's a hell of a cliffhanger. And I have a very good idea of what they're going to do after this. I think actually, on if you go back to the last review, we all had our theories on what they were going to do. And it turns out, nope. They went in a direction that was uh, completely uh, unexpected to me. And so I had no idea what they were going to... I had no idea what the crux of the story was going to be. And it went in such... An interesting and, in my opinion, perfect way to sum up the arc of these three seasons. I, yeah, went out of this the same way that I have the first two. Just laughing, crying, laughing again, crying even harder. And I felt, I think, the same way you did where I was like, I think three seasons is too soon. But if this had to be your third and final, I think it was kind of perfect. I'm yeah I'm kind of right there with you I I think this is perfect television you know um and proof that that peak television is not over um yeah it's it's just been an incredible journey with these characters um with with all of these actors um you know at the end of last season I, I think I would have said this is one of the best shows you know of since the turn of the century but now I think I would say this is one of the best shows of all time. It's just, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's um, really in, uh, just a special, special show that that stuff like this doesn't come along very often. Um, I thought most parts of this were perfect or near perfect, whatever perfect means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I I don't know what to say, but gush over this. This is just like a, a completely wonderful show. I think Sterling Harjo has a a long, incredible career ahead of him, and I cannot wait to see what he does. I can't wait to see what all of these actors do. Um, you know, the young ones because they're also obviously some of the actors in here are absolute legends. And even you know that's that's a big part of the show, and it really comes comes together at the end. The the uh, the young and the old. Uh, the beginning and the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We learn a lot about the uh, older characters and what they were like when they were young and what their stories are, why they're still on the reservation and why they want to look out uh, for the reservation dogs, for these younger kids. Oh, yeah. uh, Big, who's a fan favorite and also one of my favorite characters, uh, actor is Zon McLernan. So fantastic. <laughs> yeah, once again, bring it. I was kind of taken aback at how funny he was this season. In the first two seasons, he is hilarious, but a lot of the joke is like, you know, the banter between him and Cheese or just being outraged about how stupid someone could be. There's an outtake in this season that I'm glad they kept in. (laughs) (laughs) For him and another actress whose name escapes me, but they're flirting and they take it to levels where the actress playing Alora, Devery Jacobs, can't hold it together anymore and just starts belly laughing at their antics. 
So that's a spoiler-free little reason to please check out this show. Uh, did you all have any favorite character journeys? Oh, that's really hard to say. I, I mean, I love... It is. It I, is. I mean, that's the thing. I'm like, this... <laughs> what I loved about every single season of this show is that every single character gets such an incredible journey on their own. It really is impossible for me to pick a favorite because, I mean, going back to our original characters, you know, our original res dogs, which that has expanded since then, but every single one of them has such a powerful and complete personality. They have such interesting journeys that they go on and watching them play out in ways that are both beautiful and equally unexpected. At the end, I just remember thinking, this is such a beautiful, you know, it's such a beautiful tie-in or or such a beautiful tie-up to all of them in a way where you're wanting more, but in the way that a show and a truly great show should want you wanting more or should leave you wanting more. Agreed. If I had to pick one person though, who gave me such an unexpected emotional turn this season, it really was the character of cheese played by lane factor because he Mm -hmm. has to, he has the most, I think challenging task of any of the young actors and that he has to, he has an episode where he has to uh, play alongside I think three of the best Native American actors who've ever lived, Wes Studi, Zon McLaren, and Gary Farmer, and he has to hold his own against them, and it's just so perfect and effortless. That was probably my favorite episode, and probably my favorite character moment of this season, at least. That was uh, episode six of season three, Frankenfurter Sandwich, and the synopsis is just Cheese Goes Camping. That's all you need. But uh, there are certain things that shocked me. I grew up very well. And from season one to season three, Bear's journey and reconciliation of what kind of a weak man his father was in terms of what it means to be a father and what kind of a courageously strong person his mother is. Rita, played by Sarah Pademski. That was probably my favorite arc because I can't even imagine that kind of life and certainly would never want to imagine that situation being brought on my children. And that's why stories like this are so important so we can empathize with each other and learn from other people's experiences because what people have to say is important, especially from the people that have lived it. You know, I, I couldn't even imagine... Anyways, Elliot, uh, any kind of favorite character arc or storyline? Yeah, I mean, I I think I would agree that Cheese probably had my favorite arc um, out of all of them. And and I think just, just had the most interesting one. Although, I mean, it, it was also good. So, um, But, um, yeah, I mean, especially that episode, I agree with him. You know, I was going to bring up that episode of him with the um, going camping. Um, was just just incredible. Probably one of my favorite episodes of TV, to be honest. Um, it, it really just hit home for me, and, and uh, I think I was in tears by the end of that one. 
but you know, I think I I, I really enjoyed Willie Jack's um, arc this season. I think they really came full circle with her, um, and especially with her mom. Yeah, absolutely. And we learned that Willie Jack, that's uh, Paulina Alexis, the actress. Uh, it might have been season two, but we learned without a shadow of a doubt that Daniel was her cousin. Yes, he was. And yeah. someone she considered one of her best friends. And, oh boy, she lays down some wisdom that is definitely above someone's ears that is experienced grief in a way that I thought, oh my gosh, Paulina Alexis has suffered because that was a perfect delivery of that kind of grief. A she of all of them actually might be my favorite actor. Uh, she is just, she's just got this perfect charisma to her. And I was like, there's nothing about her that makes me question that this is just a young kid growing up like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. <laughs> she does that with such this death perf- uh, perfection. Uh, also, funny little thing that I noticed. Uh, she has the benefit of having Lily Gladstone as her incarcerated aunt. Which, if anybody has watched uh, Killers of the Flower Moon or is going to see it this weekend, I really hope you are. Uh, I remember looking at, at her and thinking, I know who that is. Who is that? And I was like, oh, that's who that is. She's going to be the next Academy. She's going to be the next uh, Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> yeah, Emmy and Oscar. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. So she has a back and forth with Willie Jack in season two. And there's an episode in season three where we return to that. And she gives an explanation about what community is. And uh, that explanation of what community is could save the world if we all lived that way. And I I know that sounds hyperbolic and silly, but wow. It gives me chills. Like, I live in a small town, guys, and I was like, we could start doing that tomorrow, everybody, you know, in my town. So, Couldn't we all? (laughs) Right? We got one of my favorite characters returning from season one. A lot of people kind of tilting their heads like, what, what, who, how, what kind of show is this? And that's the Deer Lady. Mm. One of the reasons I love talking about the Deer Lady in her episodes. There was a book written written recently, uh, Stephen Graham Jones, The Only Good Indians. <gasps> I, I love that book. What? That's so great. That's where I found out about that kind of uh, character, that myth, legend. And the deer lady, Kenahito Horn plays the deer lady, reprising that role, reprising. And we kind of learn the origin of her journey and why she does what she does, why she learns what she learns, and why she, I'd say, teaches what she teaches to wayward souls. So kind of a spooky character but this season a lot of respect for that not just being a one-off gag with why do you have deer feet you know which is where i thought it would end up going after that first episode since it was so insane well that's the thing with the with the deer lady or the the deer woman is apparently Mm -hmm. uh that is a very well-established myth across many nations of uh, Native Americans over the course of history. And yeah, she has been kind of alluded to and that she gets little walk-ons in the first two... She's gotten walk-ons in the first two seasons. 
here she gets mm-hmm. an episode that was such a standout to me because it probably had the least in the way of comedy. It felt like they were like, yeah, we're not joking around about this. We're talking about one right. of the ugliest and most ignored portions of American and Canadian history, which is the Native American boarding schools or the First Nation boarding schools and how utterly traumatizing that was. That was hard to watch, even a show, even with a show that makes me laugh like this does. I was like, holy shit, I wasn't ready for that. No, absolutely. And I was taken aback because I've only known about that history, Melina, for like, what, four or five years? Because it literally had to be dragged out and displayed to all of us in Canada. Oh, yeah. And then our PM was like, okay, half mast the flags for a couple of weeks, I guess. That's all I know that's been done so far, which... I'm sure that they appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Whew. Now, there is a huge cameo in this. In episode one, Laura's wondering about who her father was because of what Bear's going through. I think that really opened up her curiosity to, I wonder who my mom hooked up with. Oh, well. And uh, I think it's Teeny on the bus with him was like, what? I know your dad and I could give you your dad's address. Now, not going to spoil anything, but is this cameo too big for the show or is it perfect? You don't have to say who it is, of course. Oh, I had no problem with that cameo. I mean, I have no strong opinion on that actor one way or another um that mm-hmm. episode was great though just as a you know it was another great part of uh, Alora's journey no absolutely and i am glad they got a very capable actor for it and not just i don't know I'm, i can't give an example of who would just be a shock like surprise it's me like i don't know paulie shore <laughs> martin sheen i don't know <laughs> paulie shore oh, yeah oh no uh, <laughs> no we we want people to watch this elliot <laughs> yeah no i remember when i looked up the synopses for all of the episodes i saw that like you were saying before how there's like five letter synopses for every single one of these uh brad and when i saw that when it was alora looks for her dad (laughs) but it was the second to last episode and i was like okay they're gonna make a big deal of who this is I have no idea who it's going to be, but rest assured, I think it's going to be someone that every single person will know. And sure enough, yeah, he mm-hmm. is one of those guys who, hintity hint hint, is one of those people who likes to take on projects like this, where he just kind of likes to do something different. He will show up in something so 100%. unexpected that, yeah, you'll be like, oh my god, look at you. And for those of you who have talked to me enough and know who I feel about this actor, that's probably (laughs) your biggest clue. (laughs) So before we get into our final thoughts, I want to talk about the spirits in this show. A lot of what I loved about it is, if you know what the legend of Bagger Vance is, a spirit shows up and is like, I'm going to save your life because I'm a mystical traditionally brown person that just wants white people to live well the spirits aren't this dallas goldtooth 
playing the spirit through all three seasons that I'd say helps bear. I loved that he was dealing with his own shit to put it, you know, in so many phrases. Uh, Rita Smallhill, that's Bear's mother, is visited by a spirit as well. And I'm so shook by that episode. So shook by the idea that what if when we die, we aren't just magical, happy people that want to help the living, but are still who we are dealing with our baggage. There's something beautiful in that, but kind of frightening. Uh, Jenna Schmading, who plays Bev, I believe that's the spirit. I'm, or was it Cookie? Cookie was the spirit. Jenna Schmeeding is the, she's the one who's always ch- chomping on her gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the uh, at the health office, yeah. Huge shout out to Jenna Schmeling. She's hilarious and also has a lot of fun interactions with Rita as well. Now, Cookie the Spirit, played by Janae Collins. Again, I'm just going to leave it at this. She gives a monologue about parenthood. And I'm going to tear up if I talk about it. How'd you guys feel about the presentation of ghosts, the afterlife, what they can do for us and what we can do for them? I mean, I thought that Dallas Goldtooth has been absolutely hilarious. He's been one of the standouts of this series. Uh, And with this one in particular, they gave a lot for him to do in the very beginning, only for it to build to such a gut-wrenching moment where Bear basically rejects him. Says, I don't want you anymore. Like, get out of here. And your heart breaks. But, yeah, as well with the character of, you know, Bear's mom. She's being uh, visited by the spirit of Alora Dannon's mom. Yeah, that, I think, was such a touching episode. And, yeah, that monologue that you're talking about, I'm not a parent, but it was just so beautifully written. And so just kind just kind of universal in how true it felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to mention it was that episode was directed by Deborah Jacobs herself, who plays Alora. That's amazing. I know. What a what a wonderful job by someone who was, I believe, thirty years old. Well, no, and you're absolutely right, uh, Melina. Just to close on that, uh, my thoughts. Um, the monologue she gives, of course, it hits hard if you're a parent, but of course, it hits hard if you care about anybody, especially deeply. If you consider any one a friend or a family. I think you should watch this season and just let those words wash over you and feel a sense of calmness and freedom and knowing how beautiful it is to have friends and not doubt yourself as like a burden on anybody, you know? Elliot, any any thoughts on that before we get into our finals? Um, you know, I'm not I'm not Native American. Um like I can speak mm-hmm. to how these are representative of Native American culture, but um, yeah, it, it really worked for me. I mean, especially uh, Dallas Goldtooth has just been, yeah, I think part of the backbone of this, this series and is absolutely hilarious. And, um, you know, this show is a lot about, about a lot of um, harsh realities and you need someone like him to sort of cut through that at times. Um, because we need that kind of levity in real life these spirits being um you know uh that we are still ourselves when we pass on and i think 
that is, um, yeah, it, it is frightening and, and also kind of beautiful at the same time. Part of the sort of mystery of life. Um, not to get too existential here, but yeah, I, I really thought it was quite incredible. So let's carry that into our final thoughts. Elliot, if you'd conclude that, please. Yeah, I you know, I just don't want to give too much away about the series. I you know, just just go watch this. It's really it's incredible television, it's incredible writing, it's incredible storytelling, it's important, it's necessary. Um it's it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. All of these actors and writers um, I think have a really bright future ahead of them. Uh, I will certainly be there to support them. Um, it is a little sad that we only got three seasons of this, but I'm also really happy to see shows end when they need to. And um, I think Sterling Harjo will probably give us something just as great, if not even greater next. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I really can't give anything less than a 10 out of 10 to this 10 out of 10 um ten out of ten dollars uh short for a bus ticket (laughs) (laughs) you look just like him (laughs) (laughs) yes melina please i have adored every uh season of this show it's one that I still feel is kind of critically lauded, but criminally underseen. You know, it's one of those where every year I am, I implore people, you know what, if you're not watching this, you should. It's like, if you appreciate great dialogue, great characters, if you understand, if you want to understand like the balance of great comedy and drama, this is the show that you need to be watching. And yeah, I'm also... I was also very kind of sad to hear that they were going out with their third season. I don't know what the behind the scenes reasons for that are, but as it stands, what they came up with for this final season, what Sterling Harjo specifically did as a writer and a director, I thought was just beautiful and perfect. I think that this is a show that is one of the easiest to binge I mean, every episode comes in at about an average of 20 to 30 minutes. And this is a show that I would recommend everyone do that. This is one where I'm like, just go with it because they just flow into each other so well. And by the end of it, it's just such a perfect arc that you just never want to turn away from it. And at the end, you're going to have a lot to think about. Such amazing actors in this. Some of the great heavyweights in in Hollywood. Graham Greene, you know, Wes Studi, as we've mentioned, Steve, uh, Zom McLaren, and all of the young actors. I hope they go on to do great things. They're all so amazing. And every writer on this, every director, every cinematographer... They're, they did such a phenomenal job. I think this is a perfect show, and I am going to give this as well 10 out of 10 Flame and Flamers, because you just can't go wrong. <laughs> Very nice. Well, you all said it best, and I've been speaking in very Sesharine platitudes, because I love this, and uh, I gush about things I love and can't think of any other way to talk about them other than beautiful things that changed my life. 
And I know that sounds silly, but I'm dead serious about it. I appreciate you, Elliot, for talking about the harsh realities that this show represents, and you as well, Melina. Because you know, you know me when I get sentimental. I'm like, it's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. It's a painting. It'll make you feel happy. There's a lot of sadness in this show. But joy just doesn't hit as big if you don't know that sadness exists, right? Anyways. That's one of my favorite movies, Inside Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get it. <laughs> oh, just one last point. A show about Native Americans told by Native Americans, written and directed by Native Americans. It's about time. It. Oh, my gosh. We, we went through a time where senators, celebrities – as white as me were being like, I'm I'm a part of a tribe, I think. And it was horrible. Wait, Brad, you're not the descendant of a Cherokee princess? <laughs> I'm not. And I, I didn't pay 50 bucks for a person to randomly find a reason to suggest that I am. <laughs> that was a huge scam in Canada, too, by the way, you two. Oh, yeah. Sending your DNA to a am I a native type of science study. And I just did the quote fingers. The the reason they got exposed is someone sent their dog's DNA in, and the dog was 50% Cherokee. And the guy was like, you're busted. Oh, that's that... fucking hilarious. <laughs> right? It was a huge thing in Canada. And I'm sure that happens a lot everywhere that claims they can prove you're Native American. Anyways, uh, watch it for that reason as well. And uh, read more stories about people who actually lived these experiences uh, from their voices now more than ever, people are getting to, in their own voice, tell their stories. And this is one of the shows that is definitely leading the charge on that. I also give this season and this whole series a 10 out of 10. Uh, get a Hulu subscription. It's on Disney Plus in Canada. And uh, binge away. Mm-hmm. 